Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Bradfo Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradfo Show. That's delicious. All right, emergency Bradfo Show. The column headline, examining the mess the Red Sox and Alex Cora find themselves in, written by yours truly, um, because that is what needs to be written, that topic, the conversation. This is why we're doing the podcast. I am going to regurgitate everything I said in the column, but I'm going to do so while alongside Kerosene Ken Laird. Ken, how are you? Glad to have you on the Greg Hill Show this morning. Yeah, how was that? Your, uh, how was that? 2020 what, debut. Electric. What, what grade? You and uh, Lou Maloney stared at each other down. I'd give you a B plus. Okay. Oh, B plus. Nice. Critical. Critical. You were, you were willing to go out on the line. Why? Why? It's not that complicated. It really isn't that complicated. So, in case people have been in a hole for the last however many hours, uh, the Astros, they have been smacked down by MLB. Uh, Jeff Lou now gone. AJ Hinch gone. Alex Cora waiting uh, for punishment by all over the Rod Manfred report. So I know besides Ken, besides your take on the runners in scoring position, because I've I got to be honest with you. I've heard enough of the runners in scoring position. Why, no, but, well, but no, you why, did, you, no, you why did, do you dismiss this? I don't dismiss it. So, and, but let's just start in the regular season. All right. So okay? hold on a second. So one. So what people should understand is that. In this wildly popular, and we can't rate to, wait to get the ratings from this segment. Or Lou and I were on the Greg Hill show, but Ken interjected with, I think, something that's fair, which is the Red Sox success with runners in scoring position in the 2018 season, both in the regular season and postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked it up, and there are some individuals who had crazy, crazy good numbers with runners in scoring position, correct? Well, and the biggest thing is the spike from their numbers in the regular season. Jackie Bradley Jr., for instance, hit, I think, 220, 230 that year, but with runners in scoring position, he hit 272. He had an incredible 40-point leap in batting average with guys in scoring position. Same with Andrew Benatendi. Same with Bogarts. Bogarts hit 342. He hit 290 that year overall. 
with runners in scoring position, 342. Now, a couple guys like uh, Mookie actually went down. He, he had a batting title that year, 346. With runners in scoring position, he had 330 or something like that. So it's not across the board, but it's a stunning. I mean, obviously, uh, the majority of your runs are going to come when guys are on base, right? Runs driven in. But J.D. Martinez had 90 RBI and hit 386 with runners in scoring position. I mean, it's just those are either unbelievable, great clutch stats years or, or they were cheating. You know? well, well, you can't you can't ignore if if the on the record anonymous quotes in the athletic are correct, which I, I would suspect they probably are. Then you can't ignore numbers like that. Now, where it gets a little hazy is in the postseason. And I know they had really good numbers in the postseason as well. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, Ken, and I'm not discounting anything, but I will say this after it came out. And I think it was Danny Picard who broke that story. Remember that? Right. I do remember that. Yeah. So Danny Picard broke the story and during the playoffs in 2018 that the Astros were under suspicion for for having somebody near the dugout. Is that right? Correct. So anyway, MLB going forward in that series and in the World Series, they had people everywhere, everywhere. And I knew they had said they were going to have people everywhere, but you could see it. I mean, and then you talk to the players, like we have like three guys in the video room. So I don't know just to say the World Series, I don't know if there was actual the same sort of cause and effect there might have been in the regular season. Fair enough. I mean, maybe, but, but is it fair to say that maybe the Yankees series, that they could have gotten away with it? Here, was, here were the Ian Brown numbers that you're referencing. The Red Sox, per Ian Brown, this was in Game 2 of the World Series, collectively, to that point, had hit an unprecedented, his words, 415, with 31 runs driven in, three homers, a triple, three doubles, to put that in perspective, the next highest team batting average for a postseason club with at least 30 at-bats in those situations, the 1910 Philadelphia A's, who had 394. Mm. So, to- I mean, just unbelievable clutch year, right? I mean, sure, start yeah. to finish, including well, the playoffs. And so I-, I would look at also 2019, because this is part of the- There's a lot to pick through in terms of what's going to happen to Core, what's going to happen to the Red Sox and everything else. But you know, I said this uh, in the wildly popular segment we did on your show, that you know the MLB MLB's problem in all this was that they didn't smack down the Red Sox in 2017 with the Apple Watch thing. That was a big, big mistake in hindsight because you just gave them a slap on the wrist, say don't do it again. If you do it again, you're going to get a big punishment. But since then, it this sort of stuff only amped up. Now, when 2018 postseason rolls around or the World Series rolls around, now they start doing some of this stuff try to protect themselves. Then they go in the off season and they have these meetings and they say, we're going to do some stuff, but we're not telling the public what we're going to do. Well, we know that some of it was taking cameras out of center field, putting a guy permanently, supposedly in the video room. And one of the things I know that they did, and I said this uh, on the show was I know that they put all the monitors on a 10-second delay. They only had one monitor that wasn't on a 10-second delay, and that was a replay monitor, and that monitor could only be seen by one person with a screen that you couldn't see from the side. So what that tells me, Ken, Mm -hmm. is that, yeah, they had an idea of what was going on. Baseball, you're saying. Baseball. Mm -hmm. They had an idea what was going on, but they thought they if we just fix it, it'll go away. And it didn't because we have hat checking and we have all that other stuff. And now because of Mike Fires, because of the athletic, you know, that we've, beca- we've because been. Because of Stephen Wright. 
Well, no, I don't know that. Okay. I have no idea who say, who talked to the athletic. Which, which three sources have spoken to Evangelic? Okay. Yeah, yes, I don't know. I mean, Evan is, Evan is very well sourced. <laughs> Evan does two stories a year. Well, there's like five guys that aren't with the team that weren't. It is amazing. Evan does two stories a year. <laughs> I guess that's that's really he's all he's going to have to he's, do. He lays in the weeds for revenge. <laughs> I, I really like, I want to go back and, and power rank his three stories. I think these would two would be the top ones, the Astros and the Red Sox scandals. Number three might be the might be the Michael K interview. I, what do you think? <laughs> uh, so anyway, MLB the horse is out of the barn. Yep. They were trying to put it back in. That's why you have these punishments. Um, and so and that's where it leads to the Cora situation. I gave my take on Cora, both in written form and on in the medium of radio. What's your take on Cora? Uh, I mean. I think they're the only thing they're doing now is that I, I would think behind the scenes they're waiting to see what baseball does in order that maybe they have to do less as an organization, right? I mean, maybe they want to get out from under everything they, he's owed. How, much, how many years left on his contract? Well, he, well, here's how many the, millions? Yeah, well, here's the thing is that they have to wait. You know, they have to wait to see what Major League Baseball is going to suspend him for. Yeah. So let's say that you suspend him for two years. Well, right. that there's your goes his con. That's his contract. That's he has two years left. I, I believe so. Okay. So, you know, so if they fired him today without baseball ruling, they would be on the nah, hook for those. You, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get like a, I don't think yeah. not until baseball rules. Now, what they can do is have an indefinite suspension because whether you look at the the availability, the scheduled availability, the writer's dinner and then winter weekend, or even spring training, yep. like you can't – how do you go into spring – really, how do you go into either one of these things right. with the, without some semblance of, well, you know, we're trying to move forward here? And it's amazing. I mean, the timing of it, you mentioned the, the events coming up, but also spring training is four weeks away. Yeah. So you, I mean, the the players that are under contract now are like, oh, who's our manager in four weeks? Well, so that leads you to the the impact the Cora move would have, yeah. and you have, you know, they're going to be hit. And I said this that the CBT penalties that they were trying to avoid. Well, forget about it. No, no, double that. I mean, you're oh, you're just you're, you're basically like all the, anyway. all the, the 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 CBT penalties which you were going. You're tying yourself into knots trying to avoid by trying to trade David Price and everything. This was the focus of the offseason. Now you're going to get those. Now you really need to get under the CBT. No, now well, resetting it becomes doubly important. You might as well not because you're just going to be. Well, no, now, you, now you're, you're already out $5 million plus, plus well, four draft picks, so you, you better keep another. What were they going to save if they stay under 208? How many millions? Like uh, five to 10? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It could have been 100 million. Who knows? But it's you would draft draft picks and everything else. So they're going to be hit across the board in that respect. But the core thing is interesting because you would agree with me, I think. Like, unlike a lot of managers, Cora was sort of the um, the the face of the organization. Totally. Cora, totally. Cora was the um, how the identity. The identity of the team. A good media guy, like would you know, was charming well, not, with the press no, and willing. A, yeah, but not only that, like the, just the identity of this is how we want to play. This is how we want to carry ourselves. This mm-hmm. is like we're going to be loose and we're going to have fun. Cocky, and, at times cocky. At times cocky, you know. And and so um, he was he was the the or is the identity of the team. You take that out of the equation, like you said, spring training's just a few weeks away. You're going to show up 
what's going on. Like, is Ron Renicki the, the, the face of the team now? Is somebody else, is a new guy that High and Bloom, like, wants to identify, bring in? Everyone has to get to know him. And then another part of this, Ken, Mookie Betts. I mean, Mookie Betts, as I say, I know it's a business decision. It's a business decision. You offer the money, I'm going to, I'll sign or I won't sign. But there is an element for not only Mookie Betts, for some of these other guys, Raphael Devers signing extension. They like Cora. Like, so, like, do, do they want to commit? Is it going to change the way they view things? Yeah, let alone just the, the, the organization is going to suffer in terms of assets and what they can, you know, the draft and everything else. So do you want to stick around if you're Mookie Betts and play for a team that's going to be you know, right. languishing in the standings? Right. And also, from the Red Sox perspective, if you are ramping up to give that $400 million offer, you talk to any one of these GMs who have signed the Machados, the Harpers, the the Trouts, any of them, and they say a big part of that is understanding that we have the the farm system and the young support mm-hmm. system, the controllable guys, to to make up for some of the money. And we already know the farm system isn't in a good spot right now. We Not as a lot of teams. It's getting, seemingly getting better. But if you have these penalties, yep. much like the Astros, the first and second pick in the – your first and second pick in the draft, that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And, uh, you know, would High and Bloom have even taken the job if he had known these penalties were, were coming? I mean, he's stepping into a, a very challenging situation. And I, I joked last week when, this, when the Jellic news broke that the Red Sox should sign bets to a long-term deal now, you know, over overpay him and get some pot. But, but that's just not reality. I mean, that's, that's not going to happen. Well, it's, you know, it, it, you talk about moves. Like, we were sitting there in the offseason – and say what's going to happen? They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. So what do you do now? Do you say, hey, we got to do something? We got to do a little wag the dog action here, uh, because because we just have to do something. It just but it, it, people aren't going to buy it. I think. I will. I will say this, Ken. I think for your purposes, for the show. Oh, it's good for talk shows. Well, that's people. You know, we were just talking internally about the Red Sox and the interest in Red Sox. I said this is good. This is like well no this is this is because the Red Sox are all about storylines. The Patriots are about winning and they're about storylines obviously with Brady too, but the Red Sox are so much about storylines. Think about I don't remember I don't remember Lou Maloney and Rob Bradford going on the Greg Hill show. Mm-hmm. Um, another time. <laughs> yeah, true, but but uh, but it's not a good storyline from the team's point of view when it's you go to Andrew Benatendi in spring training and say, why did you have a down year last year? Was it because you weren't able to yeah. steal signals? I mean, that, it becomes uncomfortable when it hangs over the team for an entire year. But in terms That's of interest fear. in the team. Yeah, but, but but then from a fan's point of view, does it just become, uh, are you disgusted by the whole thing? Well, that and you bring up a good point about the, the players, now what the players have to do. Because they're going to be I, in sour moods. Well, I go back to, two th- yeah, they're going to be all very protective. Very I go back protective. to 2011 after that disaster happened. It was a title wave of ass covering you know a tidal wave of i didn't know about this or I, I didn't know about that and really like how does any of those hitters say i don't didn't know about it especially after you know it's just like with the astros i mean the, they're not getting penalized but i guess you just give them talking points <laughs> right yeah there's just no way to to prove every player that was or wasn't involved i mean somehow sandy leone hit 177 in 2018 we're what poor Sandy wasn't getting the signs. I mean, or, or had no <laughs> no plate appearances with guys in scoring position. You thought you talked to Michael Chavis a lot last year. God, he's going to be trotted out every oh, every day. He'll be yeah. the team spokesman. <laughs> it's like, 
Uh, no, you know who will be the team spokesman? Martin Perez and Jose Perez. That's true, too. Like, you're right. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, that, they may sign other guys just to clean house a little bit and bring new blood in. The more new blood, the better. Could you see another signing uh, or well, two? With what? With what? I mean, they've Tra- already, you know, we, trades, already have, we already have documented trade. proof that, like, whether it's Travis Shaw or Rich Hill or what's his name, C Shack. You know these guys that oh yeah we had interest but they told us to wait till they cleared some some payroll. I would say Jackie Bradley Jr. much more likely to be traded today than he was a week well, ago. Well, I think he was he probably was going to be traded no matter what. Okay, well, but you're right. I mean you're right. I mean the, if if High and Bloom, there is that feeling. If if you're High and Bloom, you're like okay, let's shuffle the deck. Let's just yep. Let's just let's just do. It. Let's just. We thought we were going to turn things over. Let's just turn things over. Right. Go into full rebuild mode. And and also, you know. Resetting mode. Sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Retooling. Mm. But you have, you know, then you have the coaching staff. These are Cora's guys. Yeah. These are these are now they have a new pitching coach and they have Peter Fatsy's a big winner because he wasn't around. <laughs> but it's could, uh, could you really believe Renicky didn't know this was going on? I mean, is it possible? No, to believe it's, that? I mean it's it's hard to believe. Even if Cora wasn't in that report, it's hard to believe anybody sitting in the dugout if you're with the Astros, for instance, that you can't hear someone like why is someone Boy, banging, banging on the trash can? can? And, and and like I said, this you know, when you have people running up from from the dugout or from the, the video room, you you probably have a good – everyone knows – they take pride, Ken, in saying we know everything that's going on. Yeah. Don't they? I, you know, I think that that's why my fear is that everybody involved is going to do what you and Lou did today on the radio and blame Major League Baseball. They'll turn no, their I, attention I to not. Manfred. What are you talking about? Well, you, well, you both – not that you didn't blame the Red Sox and Cora as well, but, but you no, both I, said, I said no, they but, screwed but, up by, by not establishing that this was a that serious was, penalty. That was a fact, and Lou agreed with me. So this, but, this but, will be the common theme among players. No, that, no, no. Uh, the, yeah. media, the media doesn't understand. You didn't play the game. You know, they, baseball didn't warn us that it was this was no big deal. Everybody was doing it. That's going to be the collective arrogant Ken, opinion. Ken, here's so before you misrepresent me, like Lou was Lou is more of like oh the penalty was too harsh. I was like they number one didn't penalize the Red Sox more enough enough sooner, right? But you're, for the Apple Watch yep. thing, and then the minute that Alex Cora, whoever, whatever manager is hired, if you don't make it very clear. That we were popped for this, and we were told if we do anything along those lines, we are really going to be a hit hard. Then, then somebody's not doing their job to get that message across, which clearly wasn't the case. And then to actually do the one thing, the one thing that you were told not to do, of course you're going to get the hammer. Yeah. Do you the Apple Watch thing? Is what's the tie in there? I mean, obviously it's a different manager. Uh, oh, I think the tie-in, like, this falls under the a lot of teams are doing it, and they got caught. Like, this is, I think that there is some so truth the, so to that. So they were but a, as active ma- in 2017, possibly, as they were in 2018. Well, I, before I've Cora said this there. before. I think that, you know, the, the thing, unfortunately for the Red Sox, they got caught. But there are a lot of the, the whole thing about a lot of teams are doing it is absolutely accurate, and that goes back to the Apple Watch. You don't think the Yankees? The Yankees were basically caught doing something, but so be it. It doesn't make a difference. None of these other teams were warned like the Red Sox were, right? And so, you know, and and to go back to MLB, you know, you can't you can do the timeline from when Manfred gave them a slap on the wrist for that to how painful it had been to watch baseball yeah. 
because people are so paranoid about cheating and amping up cheating. Multiple signs and nobody on the hat, the the stuff in the hat and everything else. That's all of it. And and MLB thought we're gonna do this last year. We're gonna put these 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 things in place that are gonna prevent people, and it's just gonna go away. Well, think about that. Think about if if there wasn't young Evan Drellick, a young Evan Drellick on the beat well, on the but case. Mike Fires. Mike, but Mike, I was gonna, Mike Fires. See, was I, the, I, was, I was going to say Mike Fires first, but I know he would have said Evan's name. I know. And and a young Ken Rosenthal. Yeah. But but Mike Fires. That was hugely important because you had someone on the record, and you know, and once you have someone on the record like mm-hmm. that, now it's easier. Well, also they're going to take it more serious. They're going to say they can't do like the like. Some people might say, "Oh well, anonymous. You're making you're making up the anonymous source." Well, do you think other Red Sox pitchers still with the team would come out now and say, "You know what? I I, I knew it was going on. I didn't think it was right. I no. want to speak out about it." I don't think any of these guys are saying anything. David Price won't open say, "You know, it, it was a, this happened to me. I was suspicious. Cleveland did it to me in the 2016 playoffs, and I kept my mouth shut. We were doing it too, but it's got to change. The culture needs to turn around. You know, whatever." I think a lot of them would like to. Yeah, I don't think, but they won't have the stones to do it. Uh, well, I think it's, I think this stabbing your president. It's going to be. You don't think before this winter weekend, there's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? It's stabbing your, you know, your brother in the back. Oh so yeah, you yeah, know, it's a hitter, yeah. You're a hitter, I mean, listen, it's like even you know, people. I'm sure in their little group texts and everything else, they're they're they have a pretty good idea of who were anonymous sources and everything else, which is one of the things that might lead to their manager get fired. So You know, and one other thing real quick. I mean, we talk a lot about Mookie, but he's been here for three years where at least two of those, cheating is highly suspected. I'm less likely to want to pay him $400 million if I'm, a, if I'm an MLB team. I'm serious. Why? I mean, his numbers dropped off a little bit this year. Not dramatically, but he didn't have the year he did the previous well, year. Well, you just said that he, he was the one of the guys that he wasn't good with runners in scoring position. He, well, he was good. He was just not I mean, as good wasn't. as he was otherwise. Yeah. Um, I, it's true, but I mean, he's still at 330 with runners in scoring position. I mean... I, I, but you you now call into question everybody on the that team in 2018, and hell, I'm outraged in 2017. The Astros stole a division series away from them. How can you not be upset at that? Well, the you know the the Dodgers obviously they're not very happy, yeah. and you know in, in terms of vacating this or vacating that, here's the problem with that. Let's go back to the 2004 Red Sox World Series. I think you know Manny Ramirez was juiced to the gills, right? Absolutely, so you know, it ties so, it all together. Yeah, so it's not like it's not going to be like they are going to. Hey, you don't have to vacate that. This happens. It happens, and and you sort of try to correct it going forward. Anyway, kerosene, Ken, you've got to yep. go. This is just the right amount of time for our emergency podcast, and I look forward to your scorching hot takes. I can't wait for the winter weekend Saturday Bradford oh, show. Oh my goodness, it's going to be unbelievable. Me, Lou, and and Mutt together. Modest, thank you very much. You got to get Joe Kelly and Rick Porcello back for that. Oh, one. I, oh boy, we could really use Rick. You could use, we could use Joe Kelly right now. <laughs> All right, Ken, thank you. See Keep your car looking its absolute best year round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy to use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. 
You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Ever wonder what it's like to play in an MLB game? Play Loud is your exclusive look into the fun of the game as we mic up the league's biggest stars and follow them with dedicated cameras both on and off the field. Watch game time reactions to some of the biggest plays and follow your favorite players as they chat in the dugout with their teammates between innings. You never know what you're going to see or hear. It's baseball like you've never watched before. Tune in for new episodes of Play Loud only on the MLB YouTube channel. MLB YouTube channel.